listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back again to Nonstop Mom podcast. It is such an honor to get to talk to you each week. In my private Facebook group, we are already over 600 uh, ladies in there. There's moms, there's non-moms, there's women of all ages, and it's been wonderful. I look forward to doing more in there as um, it goes on. I know that I want to do something really special and throw a party when we get to a 1,000. So help spread the word, get ladies in that group, Um Every once in a while, I love to bless you, and so I put gift cards in there for you guys to get coffee or treats uh, throughout your day, so make sure you join it. I know there is a Nonstop Mom Facebook page, but actually um, hit the button that says join group, and I will um, put you in there, and then that way... That's like a more direct line to me, and I'm going to be doing Facebook Lives and just really staying in touch with you. Uh, You guys have been such a blessing to me just within the last few months of doing these podcasts. So thanks again, and continue to get the word out. So this week, um, you know, I always ask for ladies to send in questions or topics, and I get a lot of wonderful ones. And um, this one I really felt like getting into this week um, because I know being a mom, you know, you're not only standing in faith for yourself anymore. You know, when you become a parent, you become so selfless. You have to. I mean, you're giving all your time and your energy um, to your child, Because especially at such young ages, newborns to toddlers, you know, they need that extra um, eye, they need that extra care, they're not able to get their own food or snacks or drinks. So, you know, with age, it can lessen a little bit um, as far as your dedicated time. Um, But I know that as a mom, you know, it's not just about you know, I, I'll put it this way. When I wasn't a mom, you know, I felt like my um, faith for things was like at an all-time high. Now, not ending because from, you know, your faith is ever increasing. It never ends, you know, till the Lord comes back. It should be switching levels all the time. Um, and you should be continually winning victory after victory, you know, and moving up in your faith level. But I know when you become a parent, it's different because you have somebody else you're taking care of. So I have learned that when becoming a mom, that there was a difference between commanding faith and personal faith. You know, I've been in the ministry now uh, with my husband and there. There is a difference, you know, when you're praying for somebody uh, to be healed, uh, to be uh, set free from depression and anxiety and fear, you know, then when someone you know, your own child is battling something, it it takes a difference because there's an emotional attachment involved uh, knowing 
your child versus knowing a stranger that needs prayer. And so I have learned, you know, so anyway, let me rewind back to what the question was, is I had a mom write in and wanted to know, like, I'm a Christian, um, I believe in healing, I've seen God work miracles, but I just feel like there's always an attack going on. If one kid is well, then the other kid is sick. Once that kid gets well, then the next kid gets sick. Um, And it's just going, it's like constantly me praying for my kids, praying for healing, making sure nobody gets hurt, you know, making sure that, you know, that they're taking care of all day. And that can be tiring and emotionally draining in itself, But I believe wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, we can live free from attacks. You'll never hear me. You'll never, ever hear me talk about struggling. You'll never hear me talk about struggling. You know, my husband's big on preaching that, and we always say, (laughs) tell someone, hashtag, the struggle is over. Because you see all these stupid shirts that say the struggle is real. Who wants to own a struggle? Who wants to live constantly attacked and drained and struggling? It's like, it's so annoying just thinking about it. And tiring, like thinking about living from struggle to struggle. When I see that shirt, I want to rip it up. Right along with those other shirts I mentioned in my other podcast. <laughs> Jesus loves this hot mess. Oh my goodness. Anyway. But we have to realize the struggle is over. We do not have to live with attacks. So there is a difference when it comes to personal faith and commanding faith. Um, I'll tell a story in a little bit. You know, When I first had kids, now I'm a pretty relaxed person. Anyone who's listening to this podcast who knows me really well knows that I'm just like a calm person with reactions. I'm not one to get worked up when kids, you know, my kids get hurt or sick. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty even all the time with my reaction to things. So, you know, but it's okay to get To get angry, but a good angry. You know, Jesus got angry in the Bible when he turned over the money tables. They were, you know, defiling the house of God and he went in there with a righteous anger. So I know that we cannot have a passive attitude when it comes to attacks. They have to be kicked out the front door. You know, as Christians, we should live a struggle-free life. Our kids should always be healthy. We should always be healthy. We should always be keeping the joy. That's one of my things you'll find steady in all of my podcasts is you can have um, cake and eat it too. Because I feel like everyone's been taught that you can't have it all. You can't have it all. You can't possibly have five kids and have the joy. 
It's impossible. I mean, that's what the world makes you think. The world makes you think you've got to um, get rid of, you know, you can't have it all. You've got to get rid of something for something else, like we switch it out. But that's, that's not it. As a Christian, as a covenant for being a Christian with our Jesus... You can have it all. You can have an attack-free, struggle-free, healthy, joyful, good marriage, wonderful relationship with your kids who are obedient home. I'm telling you right now, it's possible. Don't throw that thought aside. If it's not there yet in your home, it doesn't mean it can't be. And you have to press in for the things of God. Just like with anything else, we have to press in. We have to take hold of what we want. You know, when we look at the story of um, Job, a lot of people have that uh, book of the Bible all wrong, or they've heard someone uh, speak on it incorrectly, and then instead of going to the word themselves, they just, you know, go with it, I guess. You know, but it's very important to line things up with the word of God. If you hear something somebody says and you're unsure or you've never heard it, make sure you go to the word of God and read it for yourself and get the wisdom and the revelation on those verses. You know, so in Job, it seemed that he had everything going for him. Everything going for him. But clearly (laughs) there was something off. What he feared did come upon him, but it wasn't put on him by the Lord. So we have to remember when we're speaking. So when it comes to attacks, our confession is everything. I can't stress that enough. Our confession is everything. We have to say what we believe, not what we fear. And we have to remember that. Especially as parents, I know that a lot of moms can get worked up because they don't want anything to happen to their kids. But we have to remember, regardless of becoming a mom, our faith should not decrease. It should never go backwards. Our love for our children uh, should never override our faith. Because what happens is, then our faith starts to get into, turn over into fear. And then, it, you know, obviously then our faith can't operate. And we're doing the complete opposite of the word of God. So we have to say what we believe, not what we fear. And by doing that, we have to train our spirit. We have to train our spirit. That's another thing I stress in all my podcasts, taking time with the Holy Spirit in word and prayer because we have to train our spirit. We must be as serious about our words and what we say as God is about his words. He's serious about his words. His words are yes and amen. They are promises for us. There's a covenant that we live in being a Christian. And we have to be as serious about our own words, about our own confession, what comes out of our mouth as God is about his words. What's coming out of your mouth? What are 
daily things that you're saying? Does it align with the word of God? These are things we have to think about. When you're going through your daily activities or with your child and they're sick, what are we saying? You know, because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what have we put in our heart, in our spirit, man, that's going to come out when we get squeezed, when our kids are going through something? What is it that we're going to say? As a believer, we are to walk in our covenant. Our covenant. This is so wonderful. This is what I was like really looking forward to getting to is this part. Our covenant offers protection against attacks. That's amazing. I mean, like, I know it's something like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, however old you are listening to this podcast. And you're like, I've always, I've always heard that. I've always heard, you know, God protects us. But really think about it. Really get the revelation of protection. A believer, a believer has a covenant. And what does that covenant offer? It offers protection against attacks. Think of it this way. Like you get a benefits package with, you know, insurance companies uh, or you're going to a theme park for a vacation and you get a a package and there's benefits. If you're in this level premium or you're in gold or platinum or silver or whatever, you know, there's benefits to each package. Well, we have the greatest package that you could get. We have the top-notch package you could get in our covenant. And there's benefits that go along with it. Um, I'm going to read. It's it, it's long, but, it, you know, I'll, I'll read it fast. But it's so powerful and so important that we hear these, these verses. Psalm 91. I, I know a lot of people know this, but it is something that needs to be read daily and really get into your spirit, man. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. I trust him. Ladies, do you hear that? Do you trust the Lord? Do you trust that he will heal heal your body? Do you trust that he will heal your kids' bodies? Do you trust that your kids are safe? Do you trust that they can go out of the house and play and you're not fearful that a car is going to hit them? Or they're going to fall off out of a tree or fall off their bike and break their arm. Do you trust the Lord that he will protect them? For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. We just heard the word protect like three times there. Do not be afraid of the terrors of night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness or disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Will not touch you. Once again, you're protected there. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. 
for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Well, that sounds like protection again to me. Will you trample? You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect, protect. There's that word again. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Psalms 91. That is our covenant benefit package. Protection. Protection. We don't have to feel like we have to struggle. We don't have to feel like we have constant attacks. Our door is shut to it. You have to get aggressive. You have to get aggressive with this. Listen, we have the blood on our door. No attacks. You can't open the door for something so small. Nothing. Watch your confession. Watch who you have in your home. What you have going on. You don't give any room for the enemy. None. I'm so huge on that. No room for the enemy. You know, um, and this is something small, a personal story that I'm getting ready to share. In Brooklyn, we were uh, traveling and doing a meeting in Jacksonville, Florida, and Brooklyn was uh, four months old. And I had just made a decision to um, not give her shots. Uh, That's just a personal decision uh, that I, you know, didn't read about them, didn't study about them, didn't talk to anyone in the medical field about them. This was just a me and the Holy Spirit speaking to me moment. And it was just a decision that I made and have had complete peace about it. Um, so that's something, you know, I get questions when I, when people know I haven't done that. What would you do? And you really have to have a leading of the Holy Spirit to go with, you know, what you think is best for your child. So there was a decision I made, and um, that was a week before we took off on the road. Well, while we were on the road, Brooklyn got so sick at church, and I had to go back to the hotel. And at one point, she stopped breathing. Ted's, Ted's at the church. You know, he comes back, and we end up taking her. I mean, she ended up started breathing again in the hotel room, but we ended up taking her into... Uh, the Jacksonville emergency room because her breaths were really short. Well, of course, there's an attack from the enemy. You know, she's not breathing right. We're taking her into the hospital super late at night. And um, she's only four months old. And the first thing is they ask you about all these things that you just decided not to do a week before. You know, the devil has zero, zero new tricks. They're all old. You know, so the doctor's like, did you do this? You do this? Did this? Well, it looks like she has RSV. We have to take her to ICU. She barely has any oxygen. She's not breathing. I'm up in ICU with her. It was the most tiring 
uh, week of my life. I, I told Ted, like, I have never felt exhaustion like I did that week because I was nursing Brooklyn and we're on the road and I'm staying in this hotel. I'm staying in this uh, hotel. I'm sorry. I was in a hotel. I'm staying in this hospital room. And so it's like wearing on my body. I'm pumping to keep the milk going, but she's not eating it right now because she's hooked up to this breathing machine for like a day and a half. And then she got transferred to another section of the hospital. And, you know, she got healed. She didn't have to take any medicine or anything. She just needed some extra oxygen and her lungs cleared out. But I was so tired. And then after, you know, we're in Jacksonville, but we lived in Virginia Beach at the time. So we had to drive home to Virginia Beach. Well, after I just went through a week of that, Madeline, my oldest, stayed with Ted and was going to the church services. Well, for some reason, she came home and got sick. Let me tell you something. I was so ticked off from being tired. I was so mad at the devil. You know, people are like, just take her to patient first. You know, her she's got 104 fever. I was so mad. And moms, this is where it is important to be filled with the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit. Because I absolutely could have taken her to the doctor. And I'm not knocking you if you do take your kids to the doctor for these things. But there is going to come a time where we need to work our faith. And if the word of God says no deadly thing will touch them, they're not going to be sick. Healing is the children's bread. Everyone in the Bible that Jesus came in contact with or needed healing, he healed. We have to realize it was the same then as it is now. So she had a fever and I was in bed and I was like, Lord, Brooklyn is healed. She's four months old. Madeline was three and a half at the time. There's no way I'm going back to the doctor again. I just spent a week in the hospital in another state. I'm not doing it. I was like, Jesus, I am done with this sickness. My kids are healed. We're not having it. And then I came across this in the Bible in Matthew 8, 14 through 15. When Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. But when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal for him. And that's what I did. I just laid there. I said, Lord, this is it. All you had to do was touch her hand and the fever left her body. Right then and there. Right then and there. And that's exactly what I did for Madeline. And she was healed. And I didn't have to go to the doctor. And I didn't have to give her Tylenol. And I didn't have to give her any of it. So you know what? What does that do to your spirit man? It lifts you up to new levels. It lifts you up to new levels. So, you know, it's like, all right, I won that attack. I won that battle. Bring it on, devil. (laughs) I just get stirred up thinking about it because he has no power. He has no power over us at all. The Bible says in Luke 10, 19, 
Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. All means all. All means all. That's exactly what that word means, all. The devil has no power. He has nothing new. He's not a creator. And and that and that uh in Luke 10 19, that's red letters. That's Jesus saying, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. All of it. The devil has no new tricks. You know, he he's ready to like jump on people. He gets them all the time. When they're newly saved, he gets them. He tries to lie to them because they don't know much. That's why as soon as you get saved, get in a, a church that is spirit-filled, who's got uh, help and teachers and uh, discipling that you can be a part of. It's imperative because the enemy is going to try to come and rob that from you immediately. Um, when you're physically vulnerable, when you're weak in position, the devil will try, you know, the devil tried to attack Jesus during his 40 day fast. So when you feel at your weak point and it could be seeing your child sick, going from one child, this child has a, has a skin rash. Now this child has a fever. Oh great. Now this child is starting to get, you know, hand, foot, and mouth disease. I don't know all this weird stuff. But the devil will try when you're physically vulnerable. When you're weak in position, he's going to try to attack. When a believer is alone, it's good. It's good to make sure you get with ladies that are faith-filled, devil-crushing women. That's one reason why I love doing all these podcasts. Because I have such a love and a heart for mothers. I want them to be strong. I don't want them to be weak. I don't want them to feel defeated. I don't want them to have bad marriages. I want them to enjoy their kids. I hear so many mothers that always feel like they need to get away from their kids or a vacation. But being a mother is a privilege and it's a a job that the Lord has established for us. And he's given it to us knowing we can do it well. We can do it uh, graciously. We can do it with joy and love and with discipline. He made it so we can do it this way. So we have the ability to. But we shouldn't ever be alone. We need to get not with girlfriends who are going to gossip about their husbands, who are going to complain about their kids, who aren't going to agree with what your pastor said if you come to them saying, you know, oh, in Sunday service, you know, my pastor said this, and then they're like, oh, that's wrong, or I don't believe that, or that's ridiculous. Get with women that are going to build your spirit man. And if you have a down moment, they're going to get you up and say, listen, I'm going to help fight this attack with you. But we're shutting the door on the enemy. We're not allowing him in anymore. So when a believer is alone, the devil likes to attack. And I see this all the time in services. The devil will come back to an attack. Like you get healed from something 
And then immediately he comes back to try to steal it, to try to attack. He leaves and comes back and tries to, you know, say, well, did you really get it? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're, you, you thought your child was healed, but now look, they're kind of coughing again. So maybe we should, you know, give them all this stuff or let's, let's look up on WebMD. Let's sit up all night and look on WebMD and, um, see what it could possibly be. Oh, wait. Okay. So he's got like red dots on his fingers. Let's put that in WebMD and wait. Um, there's like a weird, uh, rash under her armpit. So we'll take an hour on WebMD trying to diagnose what's wrong with our children, what's wrong with ourselves. <laughs> When we could have taken that hour to get into the word of God. Those verses in the Bible are medicine to our bodies. We take that. We don't have to take the other. There's no plan B. God doesn't need help. He doesn't need medicine as like his sidekick to healing like a little bit of me and a little bit of medicine. All right, you're better now because we work together. Jesus and medicine work together. They're buddies. No, no. Stop trying to figure out what the problem is and just fix the problem. So stop trying to figure out, you know, what's happening with your child and let's fix it. Let's get into the word of God. Let's send the enemy running down the street. Beat. <laughs> beat. I love it. I love to beat the devil. You know, I had someone write me in not long ago and say, you talk a lot about healing and a lot about prosperity and a lot about not struggling and I, my pastor just, you know, I don't think, he, he doesn't make it sound like that. He just doesn't agree. Well, my advice for you is run. Because the word of God says he died on the cross for our healing, for our protection, for our prosperity, for our joy. So, I mean, like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, it's part of our covenant. It's the benefits package. And when you have benefits that come with something that you have, who doesn't want to take advantage at all of it? Who, who doesn't want to take advantage of all the benefits that our package has for us? And so we have to realize that we have to shut the door on the enemy. Yes, Right here, 2 Timothy 4.18. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and amen. 2 Timothy 4.18. I'm going to say it again. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack. And bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. We have to get 
sick and tired of the small things. We have to have our faith offended at the small things. That's one of the best ways I can put overcoming attacks. We have to have our faith offended at the small things. At some point, our authority needs to kick in and we say enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm not having it anymore. You're not having a fever. You're not having a rash. You're not going to get hurt. I mean, whatever us moms have to go through with our kids, we got to get rid of this whole like mommy fear. As soon as we become a mother, then we're fearful of everything. Them riding their bike, going down the street, uh, riding in the car. You know, it, it's like ridiculous. The whole mommy fear has to be like kicked out the door because it will trap you and you won't live victoriously day in and day out, which we're supposed to be. So we have to remember that we resist the devil and he will flee from us. That's in James 4, 7. Our confession is everything. Our confession is everything. And it's a matter of winning battles. It is scriptural for attacks to come. It is unscriptural to be defeated. Yes, there are weapons formed against us. Yes, there is an enemy after us. It says in John 10.10, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus gives us life. So there is a real enemy. I'm not brushing it off. I just don't give the devil a lot of credit because he can't create anything. He's dumb. He has no new tricks. He uses just what a, what he, his little resources that he has. But he can trick people enough to make him think he's bigger. For instance, he goes around like a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion. He goes around tricking people. So, But we can be smarter by knowing what the word of God says, sticking with our confession, believing with our heart. And for you moms who have have dealt with attacks time and time again, but you have seen miracles, but they're not consistent, I, you know, I would say to start taking every day time with the Lord in prayer and reading the word and getting more of a revelation of the things of God in the word of God. And I guarantee, I guarantee that will change for you because a lack of revelation will be a lack of manifestation in your life. So if you you think you might know one subject really well, but if I were you, I would go back and start really studying it and realizing that protection is part of our covenant. We don't have to live daily in a struggle. We don't have to live daily with um, our kids always going through something. 
this anything anything small anything small annoys me uh well let me rephrase that like not just anything i mean like anything small that uh offends my faith colds you know anything like that that annoys me and immediately and my kids have been taught this now immediately we pray if we have to grab the oil we grab the oil and we bind it and we send it right back to hell where it came from because I'm not having it. I have the authority in my home. What I say goes. And that's exactly what it is. But you know, the the reason I can feel this way is I've built up my spirit man. I know what the word of God says. I've seen too many healings. I have experienced healings myself. My kids have experienced healings. You can't talk me out of, does Jesus heal? Does he heal sometimes or all times? He heals all the time. So we have to remember, Psalm 9, out of all the verses I read, really, I mean, if you have to print up Psalm 91 and stick it on your refrigerator or your mirror in your bathroom, do it. And remember, You are protected. You are in the shelter of the Most High God. Nobody's breaking in to that shelter unless you let them in. So just remember that. You are protected in the shelter of the Most High God. But if you're going to allow something in, you're going to open the door to fear, to sickness, by things you say, what you believe, who you hang around, then you've let them in to the shelter and now it's disrupted and you feel like there's getting a lot of attacks. And you know what? You might say, that's not true. And, you know, maybe get a little offended. But but how we operate with the word of God as our life's manual is not on, on anyone else. Everything is our responsibility. Everything is a responsibility. Everything we say is forming our future. Everything we say is forming our future. I love when my husband um, will preach on confession. He'll say, you can talk yourself into the Ritz-Carlton or you can talk yourself into a truck stop bathroom (laughs) just by your confession. So what you say goes into your future and forms it. So if there's a anything I've said that maybe feels of you're offended or you know like I I feel like I do everything right don't take it as an offense go to the word of God and realize that maybe there's something I need to know a little bit more in the covenant what my covenant is all about What are all my benefits? You know, we serve the King of Kings. We love him and anyone we love, we want to spend time with. And it's important every day that we set a time. You know, I I set my alarm purposely earlier than anyone gets up. The house is quiet. I used to try to do it at night, but 
by the time you put all the kids to bed and you've had a full day of work and everything else that you do, you know, you just want to like zone out for like an hour before you fall asleep. So my best times, I'm productive in the morning. Um, I'm also a night owl, so I'm productive, productive at night. But for my time with the Lord, for prayer, it's how I start my day. It sets the tone for my day. I'm in his presence. And then the rest goes from there. So get into the word of God. Get the wisdom and revelation for your family that you can lead them and guide them the way the Holy Spirit wants you to. And remember, you have the blood on the door. You are protected and you are made to live a struggle-free life. I know it's not taught a lot. There's always a little bit of struggle thrown in there. But remember, it is scriptural for attacks to come your way, but it's unscriptural for you to be defeated. Thank you again so much for being with me this week. I love you guys. I know this was a little bit um, of, I was going to say maybe a strong subject. You know, I, I never want people to listen to something like this and feel like, you know, Carolyn uh, maybe went after me or, because I'm not. I'm just extremely passionate about taking responsibility for ourselves and getting into the word of God and spending time with them. Because a lot of people will come to my husband and I with um, a problem or something and want prayer, but they've spent no time in the word of God. They have no prayer life. You know, you have to take it for yourself. So if this is an area that you have struggled with and uh, having the faith for healing or having the um, the authority and the boldness to stand up to the enemy, then, you know, uh, I encourage you to set time every day to read on your covenant. Maybe take Psalm 91 and really um, dissect it verse by verse. Because it is so important and it's such um, a builder for your spirit, man, that you feel so strong at the end when you get that revelation of those verses. So like I said before, you are in the shelter. If anything is, is happening within that shelter, the door's been open to it. And so it needs to be figured out, kicked out, and shut down. And that's it. So thanks again for being with me this week. I love you guys. Keep sending me topics. You can do this. You guys have a powerful weekend. Enjoy your family. And have a wonderful start on Monday. It is a lot of work of being a parent. But just like I have said before, God would not have entrusted us with this um, ability with this love, with this job, um, if he didn't know that we could do it. He's gifted us in many, many ways to carry this load, to be able to have faith for ourselves, 
to be able to have faith for our kids and impart that to them. So if you're not yet a mom, I encourage you as well. You know, not all my podcasts are directly for for um for just for moms. Uh, this one just happened to be a question uh, from a mom who just felt like, geez, you know, I believe in healing. I believe in miracles. And I just feel like uh, I get constantly attacked with the little things. So thank you so much for listening this week. I really do appreciate and love you all. And I love to keep hearing from you. So you can find me on nonstopmom.net. My Instagram is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Um, That's a really easy way to get a hold of me. Send me a message on there. Uh, Continue to share the podcast. Okay, ladies, so I just thought of this as I was getting ready to close my podcast down. If you have stuck with me for this podcast, my husband wrote an amazing book called Blood on the Door, and it's living in the power of your covenant. And it talks all about protection and what the blood on the door means. And it is a powerful, powerful book. Um, So if you want that book, I'm making an executive decision because I can. (laughs) And I want to give it to you guys for 20% off. uh, So you guys can use the code BLOOD20. Let's do BLOOD20. If you want to get that book, you go to www.miracleword.com and in the store, you can get the book called Blood on the Door and you can use the code BLOOD20. Only for this podcast, uh, if you are happening to hear this, then you get the special deal. Um, I think it would really, really, really help you out. Um, If this is something that you're dealing with and you feel like, man, there's just constant attacks. I'm a Christian. I love the Lord. I tithe. I give offering. I, you know, believe in miracles, but I am not seeing this breakthrough. This book will completely put you on a new level of faith. So if you want that book, go to our website and do Blood 20. Um, If you need help, trying to find it just go ahead and message me on facebook or uh, instagram and i can help you get that book but anyway thank you so much again for being with me this week i love you guys and if you've listened to these podcasts make sure to share on social media it gets the word out and it shows all the new people that are joining us um what you like and what you recommend until next week keep on (laughs) non-stopping I love you guys. Bye.